Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself on this Friday, February 9th, 2024, or whatever day you want it to be, because I can't figure anything out. This is podcast number five. Let's leave it at that. Um, I do this Monday through Friday. That's five days a week. So this is podcast number five of the Daily Cruise and Travel News podcast. And I am the podcaster, and you are the podcast ease. And that is the official mascot of this Friday free for all. Email address for the for the podcast is the Drink Podcast at gmail.com. We are still at sea. Uh, we have uh, one more day at sea, and then we'll be in some place in New Zealand, some sound or found or something. We'll be tendering into some places that no one else, some place that no one else goes to. No matter where you go in New Zealand, it is very pretty, very, very pretty in New Zealand. It is bumpy. It has been bumpy more than ever, and I don't. It's a swell. Uh, underneath the the waves are not very high, the three feet maybe, not even that. But there's this undercurrent. I was out by the pool yesterday afternoon, and I was surprised the pool was open because it was creating like a wave pool. Luckily, there were five women in there jumping up and down anyway, some kind of exercise that they do. So they're jumping up and down, and the waves are going back and forth. And normally they shut off the pool, but because they weren't 88 years old, they let them jump with the waves, because I was on Celebrity years ago, and a very large man, very large man in a very large pool was happy about the way, though. Water was going back and forth until it picked him up, slid him right across the top of the pool deck, and whacked his head into <laughs> into the side of the pool. And, of course, we're drunk at the bar going, do it again, we don't have our cameras out. Do it again. And then the medics came. People are funny. They think they think no matter what they're doing, they're totally safe because they're on a cruise ship or they're taking a scooter around the Bahamas or an AT, what do they call those things, ATVs, ATWs? I'm not sure. Anyway, let's get to this podcast, podcast number five. Uh, prayers, as always, for our military. And you know what? I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of talking about the hooties, no blowfish. The Iranian back whack jobs, who I'm now going to change and call them hemorrhoids, human hemorrhoids, uh, polyps, and jackasses. I know that's profane. It's a Friday. It's number five. I'm a little tired. I've been running nonstop. You know, I used to just tell jokes for a living. Now I write jokes and I direct jokes and I do graphics and I DJ. I'm DJing uh, uh, a dance through the decades party uh, tonight. Uh, last night, I DJed the Mrs. Roper party. You know this? Three's Company, you know, from back in the 70s, ran for eight years. Now it's all over all the cable networks. And now Mrs. Roper is now a cult figure. 
And these people, including our guests, who have a lot of time on their hands and a lot of extra money, more than I do, they wanted a Mrs. Roper party. So last night, women in caftans were dancing to music from the 70s, and I was the DJ. And uh, there's no extra money in the paycheck for this. A little bonus for the effort, you know? I feel like the ground crew on Lufthansa. Hey, a little someone aside, you know what I mean? Anyway, here's the deal with the uh, Hooties, no blowfish. This was a bound, bound to happen. First of all, Virgin adjusted the itinerary on the resilient lady. They had to be very resilient, and now they're stuck. Uh, they're in Australia. They have to go around Africa. They don't want to, but they have no... Uh, no recourse, and according to the press release from the company, we remain concerned about potential escalations in this part of the world over the next 12 months and the risk that this presents for safe passage through the region. As a result, we are left with no choice but to make changes, and they're going to go around Africa. This has not hit the news, uh, and I'm I'm okay to talk about it because everyone on board received notification. The decision was made that the Insignia will also do that. It is going to go around Africa and not through the Suez Canal or the Red Sea. That, man, it wipes out like 16 ports in Europe. And people that signed up for the Mediterranean are going to have Africa. Now, there are guests I hear through the grapevine that are happy about Africa. Others that are absolutely livid. Unfortunately, what recourse does the company have? Every major cruise line has made this decision. And I made a statement at the pool bar yesterday that I probably shouldn't say here. You know, the cruise industry is full of woke people, both in the offices and on board. The, the cruisers are woke. And I get on my soapbox about going to Singapore where they hung a guy for two pounds a pot. If they did that in the United States, they would be rioting the streets and people would be screaming and they want uh, politicians to lose their job. But it was Singapore and the streets are clean and it's just a lovely place. We look the other way if it doesn't affect us. Now, we have the Hooties, no blowfish. They refuse to stop. The Iranians go, those are our weapons. They buy, they buy from the same arms dealers we do on shelves. It's aisle three in the back. That's where they have the drones. Aisle four in the front is where they have the anti-ship missiles. We have nothing to do with it. We don't know what to do. We keep bombing the hell out of them. This is the only time, I believe, that woke Americans would predict, would say genocide is fine because it's screwing around with our travel. It's screwing around with our clothes. It's screwing around with our, it's screwing around with everything. It'll affect everybody. Yeah, wipe them out. They're annoying. They keep, you know what it's like to me? If I'm one of those guys on a U.S. Navy ship, it's like going to shoot skeet. Somebody in Yemen goes, pull, and the missile takes off, and we shoot it down. I mean, it's like the same way, you know, pull, and we shoot it down. But we're spending, uh, you know, they have some $2.00. Uh, missiles and $2 drones and we have some $2 million missiles. Bottom line is changes have to be done to protect the guests. Now, here's the thing that could get me knocked back, but I'm out of here in 12 days anyway. <laughs> uh, this is what the guests wanted. They wanted an answer. This ship doesn't go through the Suez or the Red Sea till May. It's just February, March, April. It's two and a half months away. They want an answer now. So the answer they got is, guess what? We're going around Africa. Because otherwise, if they try to wait, 
if they try to wait and see if somehow the United Kingdom, the United States, and Germany, and Denmark, and everybody else with the frigate this and frigate that, they finally knock these guys out of the park, which, by the way, every pacifist in California would be pushing for, especially if they're on a world cruise somewhere, because now you're messing with my world cruise. I was supposed to go to, well, it happened with uh, Hamas, Hamas in Israel. Hamas ruined so many people's vacation to Israel, into Egypt. And, you know, now they're trying to make it someone else's problem. But it was Hamas. This is Iran. Iran and the hemorrhoids and the Iranian-backed whack jobs. But Americans want an answer now, and they got the answer, and they're not happy. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, everybody should what? Every major cruise line should what? Fly everybody home and give them their money back? I don't think so. That's not how it works. They're in business to make money, and they didn't cause this. I know goodwill. I know good. Listen, goodwill does not please the stockholders. Goodwill does not put money on the table for the employees. Goodwill doesn't keep the cruise lines in business. And, you know, if I ran a cruise line right now, look, we took a shot from the pandemic. We're not taking another one. Uh, and there's only so many world cruises. So how many people are going to be pissed off? And the reality is they'll only be angry for a while. Uh, or they might say, I'll never sail on this cruise or that cruise line again. And I would say, so what? All right, go somewhere else because I'm not, I'm not, if I run it, I'm not doing it either. The heck with that. Uh, was that. Was that a tirade? Anyway, if it's your birthday, happy birthday. Uh, I had some choices today. Nigel Olson wouldn't make it. I'm a fan of Nigel Olson. You're going, who is he? He's the drummer for Elton John, has been forever. Now retired, I guess, as Elton's retired. A monster act, a monster drummer, I should say. Roberta Flack, killing you softly or killing me, killing somebody. That's what we should be doing with the Hooties, no bullfish, killing them quickly. I know, Tom, you shouldn't say that. You're all thinking it because you're supposed to go on a cruise and you were supposed to go to the Red Sea and now you can't go. And you booked a year ago, a year ago and you paid for it and your insurance won't cover it. Anyway, I went with this guy because it would calm me down and he was legendary and it'll be back-to-back -back birthdays with people that really can't sing. I'll be seeing you in all the old familiar places Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The great Jimmy Durante. All day through. In that small cafe. The across the Thank you, James. Uh, that was actually Johnny Carson's favorite song, too. That's a little bit of trivia there. I'll be seeing you. The great Jimmy Durante with what like, sounds like a hundred piece orchestra but let's be let's not be mean but the guy could not sing but what a career he had with no voice and a big nose hey you know what <laughs> i just my nose just has to grow a little more 
Wash your hands, wash them off, and I looked for a no norovirus, nothing yet. Uh, don't lie. Get on a cruise this weekend. They give you the form. They give you a form to fill out. If you have diarrhea and you're throwing up, tell them the truth. Uh, you might not go on a cruise, but you know what? You'll ruin everybody else's. All right, here's the tease. Don't say christening. Whatever you do, don't say christening. You know what I'm talking about, right? Another naming ceremony. Although I'll give Royal um, Carnival Cruise Line credit, they're actually calling Gwen Stefani the godmother. She'll be the godmother of the Carnival Jubilee at a naming center in Galveston, Texas on Saturday, February 24th. Uh, and she said, uh, we are, oh no, oh no, Christine Duffy, she's the boss over there and a good one, uh, said, we're absolutely thrilled to be welcoming Gwen Stefani on the Carnival Jubilee so we can honor her as the ship's godmother. But they are calling it a naming ceremony, um, I think, because the word Christ is in their christening. God is good. Everybody has a bunch of gods. There's a God for everybody. I got it. You got a God. You got it. Yay way, your way, some other way. I don't know. Um, Gwen Stefani, by the way, is married to Blake Shelton. Don't be surprised at this ceremony. He's not busy. He stopped doing the voice. He may be on tour. Don't be surprised if Blake shows up. That is a cool thing. You're in Galveston, Texas? Of course, it's invitation only. Um, so it's nobody from, well, the mayor of Galveston will be there, but they'll be all... Uh, travel agents, be a travel agent, but it should be pretty cool. Obviously, she's probably uh, performing too. Uh, and Gwen Stefani said, I am honored to be the godmother of the new Carnival Jubilee. Carnival is taking it to the next level of fun while being committed to children's causes and supporting our military families and veterans. And yes, they do. And I would imagine they're writing a big check to whatever uh, foundation or whatever organization that Gwen Stefani supports. She has more money than she could ever spend, and Shelton's got more money, and it's fantastic. And I wish I could go. It's an invitation-only naming ceremony. It'll be held on board the ship on February 24th. Unfortunately, I'll be on the beach in Fiji if you need me. Thank you very much. All right, here's the tease. A train on a cruise ship, it seems normal these days. One more time. A train on a cruise ship seems normal these days. Uh, the, the, the next Oasis-class ship, uh, not Icon-class, this is Oasis-class, smaller. It's called the Utopia of the Seas. And I have said in the past, Utopia is not being on a ship with 5,000 people and 2,000 little mutant run runs running around. It's not, not for me. But anyway, it's the Utopia of the Seas. And uh, it will debut doing three- and four-day... Weekend getaways to the Bahamas. Oh, that's fun, too. I feel my heart breaks for those crew members doing three-day, four-day. I don't know. The Oasis isn't as big as the Icon, so call it call it 4,800 guests. Every three days, they get off, more get on with their luggage. Now, thankfully, I bet most of those are coming on with a backpack or maybe a carry-on for three days. It's three days on Royal Caribbean. How much dress-up are you going to be doing there, Joey? Um, and four-day, but a lot of luggage, a lot of work. Oh, my God. A lot of lot of just extra compared to... That's a good example. We have 379 guests on this ship for 180 days. So that means twice in 180 days, the crew have to handle the luggage for 379 people. Once they're on board, they're on board on top of that. You can say what you want about, oh, six months with the same people. You know what? That's better than every three days going, hi, yeah, I'm from the Philippines, and I'll be cleaning your toilet. 
and they leave, and then for four days, ah, yeah, I'm from I'm from India, and I'll be wiping down your mirror. Oh, here once you meet, and look, I'm I'm not kidding. This is not one of these. I'll tell you this truthfully. This cruise line attracts high-quality people. Now, you got a few whiners and moaners. I'm the largest whiner and moaner. And if I keep eating even larger, I, uh, I'm always critical of things quietly. I have to stay on brand. But in general, I mean sweetheart people. Tomorrow is my Rising Stars stand-up show. Um, uh, eight guests are performing their own original material that I coached and helped write. And these are all very successful people just having some fun. Uh, we had yesterday the Insignia's Got Talent talent show. Before that, we had the Tales from the Laundry Room. They're active in the activities. They're in seminars. They go to cooking demonstrations. They're top-notch people, and they're here for 180 days. Now, we do have 200 and, I don't know, 50 that are leaving in Auckland and uh, more coming on board. So they have to handle luggage for those people. But if you're working on the Utopia of the Seas doing three-day, four-day with 5,000 people, even if it's one suitcase... As we say in Jersey, model on. Anyway, on the new Utopia of the Seas, there is a dining experience called the Royal Railway. And they built a fake train car on the ship. It's a specialty restaurant. And it looks like it's outfitted with LED inside, very much like uh, Princess Discovery uh, dining they have where you actually can smell the food and see the countries. They're going to do the same thing. And it starts with a pre-dinner cocktail at the trace, tra- uh, a train station platform. Then you go in the dining car for a culinary adventure, transporting them to any place in time from America's wild, wild west to remote destinations around around the globe. You know, it, it's uh, all this technology. Unbelievable. It's a great idea. I just hope the food is great. It's like, okay, they're all hung up on all these bells and whistles. How about the food? Have the people go out of there going, my God, my God, I go on Silver Sea. I've been on Oceana. I've been on Region. I'm only here because my I brought my grandkids. That food was excellent. That's what you want to have happen when they leave the train car. You don't want to walk out going, hey, nice video. <laughs> Soup sucked. No. So anyway, uh, they also have a place called the Spare Tire. And (laughs) what a great name for a restaurant. Because, you know, even if you don't have a spare tire, you end up going home with a spare tire. Uh, Guests can refuel with quick bites to keep the party going at this new poolside food truck. They're serving pulled pork sandwiches, cheeseburgers, flatbread, uh, rotating desserts. It doesn't say if there's a price. There probably is. But as cool idea, I remember when Princess, they dropped this too, used to go out in the afternoon with warm cookies and cold milk. They had like backpacks of milk, ice cold milk, and fresh cookies. It was a great idea. I probably dropped it. I haven't been there in a while. But this sounds like fun. They also have a, a sushi place. Uh, it's in Central Park. It's a pickup window where you can get, you know, this you're paying for. You can get sushi and Japanese-inspired street. Now, just as a, uh, and I'm not doing, this is not, no. Here, uh, sushi's included. Every night, you can go upstairs at 6.30 to terraces, and there's this unbelievable display of sushi. You know how much that crap cost? Huh? And that's next to the lobster, the lamb chops, the strip steaks. Um, it's a different deal. But th- this sounds pretty cool. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Pretty, pretty cool. All right, let's check the time here. Let me check the time. You busy? Don't go anywhere. Don't. Oh, I go. I should put the commercial in when I'm going to check the time. That's what I should do. Huh? Oh, we're good. 18 minutes. Uh, all right, here's the tease. Pitcairn is usually the pits. Pitcairn, say that three times fast, is usually the pits. Favorable weather conditions allowed Azamara guests, not passengers, who wrote this, to go ashore Pitcairn Island for the first time in the line's history. Now, I mean, yeah, the Asmar is 15, 16 years old if they want to count the previous owners. I don't know that anybody on OSHA has ever stepped on Pitcairn Island. It's impossible. In fact, we make fun of it. It's always on the uh, itinerary. We never go there because it's always too rough and the pier is underwater and you can't go. I heard that the Captain Smith is over there. He's he's a guy that would get you there. Um, anyway, there's a, a bunch of cruise lines going there. I don't think that we even have it on the list anymore because it's too much disappointment. Everybody goes, we never go. Every year we try. Every year we try. Um, according to Michael Polis, he's the head of itinerary planning at Azamara. He's bragging about it. He works short side. Shut up. Put the captain on. Let the captain brag about it. He said, not many cruisers get the opportunity to visit Pitcairn Island. This is where I stop and go, who the hell cares? <laughs> it's another island. Jeez. Uh, 50 people live in this island. And Americans especially are desperate to step on to this island. Why? There's, and I think there's 1,000 islands in Fiji. Pick one of those that we can get on. Walk on and go, I was there, and leave. But we're desperate for pit. I talked to people at dinner, and they, our one disappointment in life is we never made it to Pitcairn Island. <laughs> I don't say anything because my wife will kill me. But I want to say something, but I don't. Anyway, according to Michael Paulus, this is the first time in my career that I've seen weather allow for guests to go ashore on Pitcairn Island. I've designed nearly 20 itineraries that include the stop before. <laughs> what did he just admit? He just admitted I put together 20 itineraries and nobody got to the friggin' island. Michael, Michael, I wouldn't admit to that, really. All right. Political catfights can be fun. That's the... That's the tease. Political catfights can be fun. Now, the last couple of days or the last week, I've talked about the U.S. State Department throwing Jamaica under the bus, throwing out some numbers there about the amount of murders in the uh, in the first month of uh, first month of the 2024. And, you know, watch your tuckers, hold on to your wallet, protect the wife. Well, it was pretty over the top. Well, then the the uh, president or premier, whatever he is at Jamaica, he weighed in. And the guy that runs Sandals, he weighed in because 45% of the people booked into Sandals Jamaica decided to go to another Sandals. One, a couple of people going to flip-flop. Another one's going to know, anywhere. So he weighed in. Now the ambassador to the United States, the Jamaican ambassador, Audrey Marks, is pressuring the State Department to take it back. Now, they didn't even change the the level. Um, it's a level three travel advisory, which is not, I think level one's the worst. I don't know. Um, and she says, take it back because it's not true. And now she's asking everybody to email or whatever, get a hold of the State Department and tell them, take it back. 
It's not true. Well, there you go. It, I'll get sexes. Jamaica, honey. It's no, it's no secret to anybody. There are places in Jamaica that you don't want to go to. Your own prime minister declared a state of emergency because of the crime there while the head of tourism said it's lovely. Um, so my opinion, my advice, be quiet. Just let it go. It will die out. And the travel agents, the travel planners, the travel advisors will continue to say there's no problem. I would go there. I'm not going to go there tomorrow, but I would go there. So, But now you're stirring up this uh, tempest in a teapot. She shared a link to a fact sheet with cited information from Jamaica's, of course, Ministry of Tourism, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and Foreign Trade. Yeah, well, of course, that's their side of the story. I read the U.S. State Department thing. It was a little, a little iffy. The U.S. Embassy in Kingston also chimed in on social media. Chimed in, you say, uh, released a statement seem seemingly intended to tamp down the controversy around the reissued advisory. Just let it go. Uh, the State Department's update was a routine release and not timed with any other issues, said the embassy, describing the move as analytical in nature. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. A guy that works the Jamaica desk at the State Department, he was in a bad mood. They said, you have to put out a release. Yeah, just put something out. He goes, yeah, I'll put something out. <laughs> and all hell broke loose. That guy's no longer working the Jamaican desk now, I'm pretty sure. He's working, uh, I don't know what desk. Where would you put him? Transylvania? He's now in charge of the... Tra see, see if you can mess up tourism in Transylvania there, Eddie. You did really good with Jamaica. And by the way, Eddie, don't book a place in Sandals. I wouldn't do that if I were you. They would put you in the penthouse cockroach room. The State Department update, oh, he's, according to the embassy, we will continue to work with the Jamaican government and our local partners to serve the interests of U.S. citizens and pro promote the well-being of Jamaicans. The hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. Yes, it does. <laughs> and finally, enough already about TikTok and the forever lasting world cruise. There are still stories out there about the 274-day Royal Caribbean World Cruise on this serenade of the seas. It is the big deal on TikTok. I do not have TikTok. I told you why. It is my personal belief that I believe the information that is Chinese-owned and they're just sucking information dry. I'm not on it. But it, it continues. And this kid, Mark Sebastian, who was paid to cruise for like 10 days uh, by a, a publishing company, he's still out there TikToking about it. And one of the things he claimed, which is total BS, is that on that cruise, you could never mention or speak about the Titanic. He was in the dining room and said the Titanic and utensils dropped and jaws dropped. People stopped talking. They stared we play the theme from Titanic on the ship. And believe it or not, we have people complain about it. <laughs> First of all, it was 100 years ago. Plus, it's a song. It's a great Celine Dion song. It was a good movie. It was a very nice, except for the fact they all died. It was a very good movie. But everybody, yeah, she didn't play it. Oh, get an enema. Please. It's just a song. Come on. But these people now, supposedly on the Royal Caribbean 274-day Around the World Serenade of the Seas Grand Voyage, you cannot mention Titanic. You also can't mention any other 
nautical disaster like the guys that went down in that uh, that submersible made out of uh, Reynolds aluminum cans. That idiot. You can't mention any of that stuff. So let me tell you what happens here at one of the finest cruise lines. And also, I did say it yesterday, what a great staff here. I mean that. I, if you're uh, if you're booked coming up uh, on one of the segments, if you're a seggy. You're going to be very impressed. They really are top-notch. I went to see the uh, cooking demonstration yesterday because we have a new chef. His name is Raphael. He's from Italy. He was rocking the house. Food here is excellent. I have dinner in the dining room every other day. Um, we we host guests here. If you normally don't travel in this type of line, the senior officers host the cruise director hosts a lot more than anyone else. And, of course, I have no choice but to go because people are desperate to meet me. <laughs> anyway, it's all good here. It is all good. And one last kiss for that one. There you go. And I know what you're thinking. Well, here's a quarter of someone who cares. Travis Strait, baby. All right. Let's get out of here. I'm not going to look. I know we're short. It's a Friday. Cut me some slack. I'm teaching people stand-up. I'm DJing at night. I'm directing plays. I'm, uh, I'm exhausted. I'm completely worn out. I'm not used to this kind of work. I'll be one minute short. Give it a rest. I was long yesterday. Hey, hey, hey. The other day on the gangway, lady was coming down the gangway and turned and said to Dottie, your husband was amazing last night. <laughs> and the people that hadn't been to the show... I have no idea who I am to win. What the hell is that about? Actually, after the uh, the play a couple of days ago, I was standing by some guests and a lady went, So are you one of the entertainers? Are you one? I'm sorry. Are you one of the guests too? I'm like, Oh no, I'm one of the entertainers. I've been on stage five times this cruise. We don't go to shows. I said, I went on at 545. Want me to come by the, uh, come by the room and do a couple of jokes? That's why whenever you hear, you know, about entertainment, if I'm running this company, yeah, some people it's important. Most people will take the lobster, the sushi, the Dover sole, and a nap in that order. By the way, I got an update from the Vista about the ember. I'll save that from a guest. This is the thing, this is the statement that got me in the hot water. I'll give you that update on Monday. Little tease. A little tease from Ron coming up on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, let's see. I'll talk to you uh, Super Bowl Monday. I think that's when it's going to be. And uh, once again, thanks for all the likes, the shares, and, and all the good stuff. And you have a great and safe weekend and pray for everybody because the world is just one giant screwball mess. Go to sleep. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.